Hey there, BTTW drafters. We have some exciting news as we get off to preview the start of round two. Earlier on in the week, Disposable Heroes initiated a draft with Manic Monkeys and lo and behold, actually managed to get it done. I think the sweetener with this was Manic gaining two Dockers and um, and an, one extra. Um, and yeah, Disposable Heroes uh, gains Dangerfield. So... The actual trade was Nat Fife, Liam Ryan and Jack Nunes for Dom Tyson and Paddy Dangerfield. Uh, on face value, I reckon uh, I reckon Manic Monkeys has got the better end of that deal. But if Dangerfield gets to back to being the best player in the competition again with no titch out there um, and Dangerfield playing back in the midfield, it, and oh, who knows what Tyson could do at... North Melbourne with the right role, he could score quite well. But um, a trade's been done. Well done to the two involved. And, um, yeah, hopefully that works well for, for both parties and encourages a few more people to start trading. So in addition to having a trade done this week, the free agency got a bit of a workout. And just going back to the start of the week where... Where do we start on? About the 26th? No, we started on the 26th. Um, thanks to the free agency rules this year. Um, so first up, um, Vipers traded in Howe for Bastanac. Uh, he also got rid of Douglas, who's out for a fair while with a leg, and got in Rosie, which upset um, Legless because he put a RFA request in. God knows what happened with the RFAs on the uh, Tuesday morning, but uh, Lammy quite kindly donated uh, Rosie back to Legless, so Legless was happy, and um, yeah, everyone was happy, so great work there by Lammy to let that one slide. Um, Manic Monkeys also picked up uh, Aaron Norton, got rid of Perryman, who's got punctured lungs. Uh, Team Awesome dumped Roughhead for Tabana. Mm. Not sure why, much for muchness. Um, Dodie's out, uh, so Viper's got hit pretty hard with injury. Uh, he picked up Kelly from Adelaide. Uh, Logan Austin's gone for Merka for Dean Rampey. Uh, Aussie Merka picked up Team Awesome's scraps and picked up Roughhead and got rid of Oscar Allen. Star selected Edwards over Brody. Ballard was a popular RFA pick and he ended up in the hands of Team Awesomer. Got rid of Ridley. It must have foreseen him being dropped. Uh, the other roughhead got picked up by Dream Team 87. Haven't checked to see if he's on his field or not, but he scored quite well tonight. Uh, Bolter's out and Parker's in for Dream Team 87. I picked up Powell for Ainsworth, who's out for a, a bit of chunk of time. Uh, Butters in, Jonas out for Disposable Heroes, sticking with all the port people. I've picked up Cam McCarthy and feel quite dirty about doing that, but um, yeah, that's that was for Powell, who only just got in. But um, Cam McCarthy playing Gold Coast hopefully will score well for me this week. Um, and here it is, the RFA, or the, the free agent pickup of the week, uh, C Main, picked up by AJS Hawker, 131 on a Thursday night. You've got to be pretty happy with that. So also got Phillips coming in to take the place of Vardy. Um, so hopefully he can 
take over for um, Cruiser for me, or stand in for Cruiser. Dream Team 87 picked up Cunningham, who's not playing this week. Um, Powell's changed hands three times, and he's ended up back in Wiper's hands now. I picked up Lloyd for Myers, much of a muchness there. Uh, Nick Haynes picked up Dazed and Confused, as well as Alex Keith. Uh, for dropping two poor, poorly scoring rooks. Perryman's pit being picked up. Um, obviously wants to have broken, bruised, punctured lungs on his bench for six weeks, so good on him. Uh, Slippery Gypsy's picked up Geary. Um, someone's picked up Mycea, uh, who's at Dream Team 87, picked up Sia. Legless picked up, oh, got his Rosie pick in, so good on him. And then Greenwood was in, and then Greenwood was out of Manic Monkey's team. And Vipers picked up Hunt, and Dream Team 87 picked up Smith. So the old free agency got a fair bit of a workout there. Like I said, don't think anyone's going to be able to top my Monday pick. Um, yeah, 131 off the waiver wire. Fantastic work there by me. <coughs> All right, so now we'll be moving into uh, the round previews. Um, and tonight I have stars on board with me. So without further ado, let's get cracking. All right, here with stars to uh, review, no, preview all the uh, action for round two. Um, we'll jump straight into the first game uh, with AJS Hawker up against stars. AJS Hawker coming off a uh, disappointing five-point loss last week. And stars, what did you do? Um, had, had a win, my second win in two seasons, so happy with that. Well, great way to start the season. Hopefully it's not all... Well, I actually hope it's all downhill this week, but uh, hopefully you're on the up uh, in the coming weeks. So, um, yeah, just starting off with tonight, um, I got off to a pretty good start with my uh, midweek pickup of Chris Main, who scored 131. Dream team, he is unbelievable. So, yeah, can't, can't knock that. So, Kendall's 108, Higgins, pretty disappointing, 45, but... Uh, yeah, 284 from the three of those, um, with an average of, what's that, about 93, 94, something along those lines. Um, you can't complain too much about that. That every day. That's right. So just going through here, the predicted scores. Uh, Stars is predicted to get 1473. I'm predicted to get 1401, which has gone up 54 points from the start of the round. Doesn't, doesn't take much, does it? A few big scores and you're, and you're right in there. That's right. So just going to look through the predicted scores, I have Blake Hardwick with a 58, who hopefully will score a little bit more than that. Yep. Uh, hopefully Malira scores a little bit more than the 70 on your side. I'm not sure that Bonner's capable of more than 60. Oh, he's playing Carlton. Um, hopefully he gets a few well, cheap, cheapies. Um, yep. Uh, obviously Nick Newman had a great start last round. Um, a lot of people got put off by yeah, 27. Yeah, well, I think capable of 27, then... Could be anything, um, and then I had Nathan Wilson was pretty ordinary for me last week. It was my only stud call, but consistent without being outstanding, I think. Yeah, so probably pretty much of a muchness there. Um, like I said, hopefully Hardwick he got scored eighty eight last week. Hopefully he scores something around that again. Edge me closer to the predicted score for stars. Uh, moving into the midfield, 
Well, there were some big big scores last week from this mob um, everywhere across the board. Langdon, Sloan, Coniglio. Oh, sorry, what's that song? Coniglio. Um, that. Tell you what, if, um, yeah. if Sloan's uh, left to do what he wants to, that's another 140 there, but if someone actually stands next to him, could be 70. Yeah, so I'm hoping I'm hoping yeah, the Swans just look for six six six. Just concentrate on trying to win the ball rather than stop yep. somebody. Because yeah, yeah. Hopefully that that's a, a big plus for Sloane I mean, throughout. You would have said Chris May in the midfield to your weak point, but that could be your highest scorer. Well, very easily could. Um, yeah, I picked Seb Ross with pick one um, well, after my Mitchell pick. So I picked Seb Ross out yep. with my first real pick. Um, so a bit underwhelming last week with the 80, but um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the the Melbourne boys can score well for me as well. Um, but on the whole, I think most of those projections are, are pretty much on yep. track. Um, like I said, hopefully Sloan gets up to a not 144, 140 would be nice, but 110 plus. I've, I, I think he can average 105 this year, so um, hopefully he does that. Whereas on your side, uh, so Cogs was absolutely outstanding for me last week. I might get a bit more attention. Over in uh, over at Perth, from uh, whoever Hutchings. Hutchings might give him some more attention. Taranto with Kelly out should get about the same. Uh, Ferrini and McCluggage was really really good for me last week. I'm a bit nervous because they're still a bit young and a bit un un unproven, un- but uh, so far so yeah, a bit- yeah, a little bit of consistency, consistency might be lacking, but um, they got off to a good start. Sam Walsh is seventy eighty. Conker was actually quite good for me last week, and then Delidio as a late pick, I think if he stay in the park, he could get me about 80, 90. Um, generally, yeah, the midfield is so a bit, bit young and a bit, un, you know, a bit risky, I think. Yeah, so th- th- I think most of those scores are, I think they're they're pretty even. So um, the and yes, yeah, so there's not much advantage one way or the other with with either one of those. Um, so I'm not sure I haven't added up the scores, but uh, they look pretty much the same. Obviously, yeah, a 131 and a 108 on the board already um, is, a, is a nice way yep. to start. So, yeah, we'll see how we go from there. And, um, yes, by playing it late with the mm. Rucks, he's uh, come back to bite me a little bit here with, obviously, McAvoy predicted for 90. Anyone else with three Rucks Phillips, in uh, 58. Three Rucks in their team. Anyone else with... Um, well, I've got three Rucks. Well, I've, I've picked... Pick Lysett as my backup for um, Cruiser, yep. who I expected to be back in round two, but he's obviously not. Um, and Lysett was meant to cover, but um, I'm going to have to play him in the forward line. But I've picked up Phillips, who scored 88 last week yep. in playing against, uh, well, probably playing against Lysett. Hopefully they just run around and let each other rack possessions up. Yeah. I think so. But, I think uh, Mac- should Mac- get the points on that one. Yeah, so yeah, it should be. I mean, I think Phillips scored 80, 80 odd last week, but you wouldn't be counting on that every week. So I'll just have to cross my fingers and hope he does something similar again. So forward, so, you picked uh, up Cam McCarthy. Yeah, I know it feels dirty and it feels wrong, but um, he is playing Gold Coast this week, so hopefully the ball gets pumped down there a lot. And even if only using for a week or two and throwing back on the scrap heap and find he's, he's, he's another had a haircut another you shaved them all and you think and you're all over him that's it I, thought, I got confused yeah. but I didn't know who it was so I just yeah picked him up by mistake but uh, yeah hopefully I mean he wouldn't get 109 again but he is playing Gold Coast and Fremantle actually played decent footy last week so 
Hopefully they can keep pumping the ball forward to him and he might be able to kick two or three for yep. us. Um, I think you got, you got Smear, Higgins was disappointing, Membry could be mm, could be anything, and Lysette didn't do too well last week, especially with the right. Well, yeah, so he, he did, I mean, he did well in a footy yep. sense, as in he took Gorn out yes. and he did all that, which was really great. It just wasn't conducive to scoring any points. Well, I so, think it was, um, hopefully, I'm going to say where the game was going to be won. I think the forward lines where I might pip you this week. Yeah, yeah so with obviously Heaney and Menegola and obviously Martin, they're all capable on, on their yep. day. So, I'm pumping big scores out. So, I'll be, yeah, hoping for low scoring games in, in those yep. ones. So, yeah. So probably the forward line, if you look at the predicted scores, is where the 70 points difference is most. Oh, and the ruck. Um, yeah, so my midfield and defence pretty much matches up. But, uh, yeah, the rucks and forwards, I'd be hoping that mine overachieve and yours perform that par or a little bit under. Yep. So moving on to the next game is Disposable Heroes and Geelong Vipers. Um, having a look who's played oh, a few players played already part of, the, part of um, the big trade this one was yes the big big trade which um, I've gone into yep. earlier in the podcast which everyone will catch yep. up with um, but yeah Beams 128 Grundy 112 um, yeah Short 75 um, probably well probably one of their better players Ooh, on the yep. night um, yeah so on the Vipers side he's got How for 100 he'd be pretty pissed off with um Martin, 59. Not sure what round he got him in, but it would have been in the top five rounds, and you don't want that end of a, a top five pick. Yep. And uh, Tom Lynch, yeah, so he only kicked a couple of goals, and he's having a bit of a slow start at the new club. Um, so, yeah, having a look through the scores in the defence, um, they're pretty much of a muchness with... Um, oh, hang on. Uh, yeah. Johannesson's not playing. Did I miss that? Um, hopefully, have you got any back on defence? Def- possibly on defence. Darcy Moore and Impey, potentially. Okay, yep. So, yeah, so hopefully he's set uh, an emergency. Um, might not release his podcast until after lockout tomorrow and um, see if he forgets. But no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Disposable Heroes will be all over that. Um, yeah, so having a look at the defence, they're much of a muchness. Um, obviously, Mick Millen, can he do it, do it again? I don't know. Um, yeah, but they look pretty much capable yeah, of... Nothing. Uh, matching nothing outstanding, but nothing, no, no glaring weaknesses there. Yeah. So moving into the midfield, um, probably having a look at the projected scores, which is a bit odd. So yeah, the Geelong Vipers midfield is actually probably just going to shade. Um, well, the ones that haven't played, so obviously Beams to Martin is a, is a big, that's at 70 points yep. there. So yep. there's, there's, a, there's your 70 points difference straight up. Um, but the rest looks pretty evenly matched. Just see how two. Ebert goes again playing forward. And Tom Scully coming back as a miracle. Yes, Tom, yeah, I'm not 100% certain that he'll be there in the 22. But if he is, that's great for Geelong Vipers. Um, yeah, but I'll, I wouldn't expect much more than yep. 66 in the first up. Um, yeah, but it's a miracle seeing GWS thought he was broken and couldn't be used, and the Hawks had fixed him up within uh, round by round two, which is fantastic for Team Hawthorne. 
Um, Grundy and Bell Chambers, obviously a clear, clear um, advantage there for disposable yep. heroes. Yeah, but then if you get an 80, yeah. 79, 80 from Bell Chambers, I think you'll take that for where he would have gone in the draft. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, and having a look in the forward line, um, Geelong Vipers will be hoping that Will Powell backs up his, I think it was 103? Yeah. Um, was that him that made the 103? Yep. So, yeah, he'd be hoping for maybe an 80. Boat um, also had a blinder last week, so if Boat can do the, play the same role, Wine doesn't end, so I don't see why he can't. So, yes, that's, um, yeah, so they... That'll be have probably where um, Vipers, if he's going to win, is going to yeah. have to make up. And if the Hoff back um, up what he did last week, he did kick five goals playing forward, so he doesn't get that ruck anymore without with um, Lysett and um, Ryder right. as the two main guys there. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. So I'm probably tipping. Probably tipping disposable heroes to hang on there, and it's probably going to be basically on the back of Beans v Martin. Unless, um, yeah, a couple of people. Paddy Dangerfield goes too with his first first game for the new team. Who's that yep. Dangerfield? Yep. Oh yes, playing for yes with the part of the mega trade. Yes, sorry, he lost me there for a minute, but yes, no part of the mega trade during the week. Um, interesting move, but yes, we'll get to that. Oh, got to that earlier. Um, moving on to the next game, this is a very high-scoring predicted game based on the fact that bloody everyone that they had played tonight scored bucket loads of points. Yep. Jeez, one forty-three from Crisp off the bat. That's that's a big score with Maynard at eighty-five. Yep. Loston probably was a bit down, but that's obviously offset by Crisp. Yep. If you got an average of a hundred and what's that? One hundred and ninety points. So that's ninety. Got an average of ninety-five out of Crisp and Foston. You'd have to yep. be pretty happy with Royal that. Royal to play as well. Yes. So um, yeah. So the, looking at the rest of the defence line, there obviously I don't see Zach Williams getting one hundred and forty-two. Nope. Um, so it looks like um, yes, Ponyfish has the um, clear advantage in the back line. Yep. Uh, moving to the middle, Trelaw 152 with a bonus four yeah. points after lockout, which was fantastic because I've got him as VC in Classic. Um, yeah, so happy with that. Um, having a look here, I think this is where he's obviously going to make up a fair bit of ground um, to catch up on Ponyfish with a 152 in the middle. Um, Duncan, Kuno, Ablett, uh, Shields, Still all, all solid. All, Valley's yeah, so, the question. Yes. I mean, if he gets his projected 70, you'd probably have to be happy with the rookie scoring yep. that. Anything more than that would be a bonus. He did all right last week and against the Dockers and they're getting flogged, so hopefully playing at home. He, yeah, can actually score some points. Um, on the flip side, yeah, so Heppel, Stephen, Shuey, Liver, yeah, they're all pretty much what you'd expect out yeah, of Yeah, I'll him. even say Liver. Uh, Liver will get more than 74, but... Yeah, they're all solid. Solid players, yep. And the Ruck, Big Max, he's predicted to get 100. Hopefully he comes out firing for DT87's chances, but um, he was pretty poor last week. And, um, yeah, hopefully he he bounces back yep. for yeah, Dream Team's sake. Moving into the four, oh, Martin, well, yeah, he... 90 is about right for yep. him, so we'll see how we go there. Martin does, uh, Martin does restrict the other 
Della Rockman. So interesting to see how that plays out. Yep, should be interesting. Uh, Jesse Hogan was over his depression yep. very quickly. Yep, sure. So that's um, so he's back in. I, I rate um, Hogan. I, I think I was actually looking at drafting him, and Lucky Pony got him before me because that saved a bit of headache. Yes, uh, just I think there's certain players that are just trouble. Um, like my Toby Green pick early on, which is been nothing but trouble because he's sitting on my bench. But um, we won't go there. Um, but Hogan, yeah, uh, that's just it. after drafting Green, I, I couldn't even look at any more volatile players. Um, having a look in the forward line there, pretty oh, even. Um, is solid. Dowhouse is excellent. Loney's been very good. Um, yeah, very solid lineup there. So yeah, and Dunkley, like so he could do anything or nothing, depending where yep. crazy beverage plays him. Um, and yeah, for the rest, uh, drops off a little bit there towards the end for Dream Team 87 with Parker. Yeah, Park, Park, can Parker back up last week? For your question. So he did, yeah, he played Gold Coast, which was a pretty easy and game. And Josh, yeah. just having a look. Is he the Collingwood boy? I believe he is, yeah. yes. So, um, the, yeah. Don't know much about him, don't know if he can play, but obviously Dream Team thinks he can. So, yes, alright, so um, that's a pretty close game, only 50 points predicted yep. in it. I'd probably give this to Dream Team at this early stage. Yep. Alright, and now coming up to Team Awesomer, who, if the predicted scores work, we're living up to his na- team name there, because yeah. he's predicted to score 15-40 versus Manic Monkeys 14-29. Nice versus that one. Yes, so great potential there. The uh, Graham pickup, which Manic Monkeys was skiting about last week, sort of came back to reality uh, a little bit with a 59 this week, which is probably a bit more representative of what he would be getting. Yep. Um, so starting in the defence, um, yeah, Burn Jones and Kolodajnich, um I think, yeah, they'd be hoping for a little bit more than that out of them. Yep. Um, no, I like the Manic Monkeys. I like Luke Roman. I like, I like Tom Stewart. I picked him up in Classic as a because I needed that's all I could afford. But if Chewie's out for a few more weeks, I think Tom Stewart can get a few more kicks. And... Yep, should hopefully yeah, get a little bit more than that. Um, but just having a look there on the other side, you got Cicely, Suckling, Thomas, and Hodge, yep. and H pumping out a 95 tonight. Yep. It's a, a great your, start. That's your last defender, yeah. Easy. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not bad. I'll probably give the defence to Team Awesomer. Uh, moving into the midfield, um, just having a look at the amount of dockers that Manic Scott, he's uh, increased yeah, it a little bit during the week. Though, so. If you still, still crouch. Monkeys. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I just think it's a solid midfield. Um, so, yeah, especially if she yeah pumps out, keeps pumping out those big scores. Uh, be interesting what happens when Gap comes back. Um, but he's picked up five, so he's, he's dockified yep. his midfield. Five was good last week, even though he played most of the game, or most of the second, the last quarter on the bench. Darcy Tucker scored really well. Yeah, I, I think it's a solid midfield. So, uh, yeah, so unfortunately on the other side, uh, Brayshaw, Neil, Steele, Higgins, Jones, Dumont, yep. and Hill uh, sort of drops away a little bit, but Hill scored pretty well last week. And, um, yep. uh, yeah, Brayshaw will bounce back. I, I rate him highly. Um, lucky Neil, if he doesn't hand pass it as much and kick the ball as a gun. 
I mean, if you've got Bradley Hills, your weakest, and he got 113 last week. That's not a bad field. So, yeah. So, have a look at the predicted scores. Uh, looks like, yeah, oh. only just shading. Only just getting shaded yep. there. So, I'm not really sure. Not really sure where the the massive points difference coming from. Probably a little bit, uh, a little bit in the defence. It just seems to be that um, team awesome as team. Just looking through all the predicted scores, it just seems just, to be that little bit better on yep. every line. So yeah, so um, that's, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, but a big a big win, a big win predicted for team awesome. Yep. Alright, so jumping across now to Slippery Gypsies and Dazed and Confused, um, the closest predicted round uh, scores for the round, only two points of difference from 1464 and 1462. So, um, start you want to just go through through this one? Yeah, so defence, you got Jake Lloyd taken as a, a surprise, I think it was fourth pick, um, should be excellent. Cade Simpson's a gun. Tommy Langdon, what did he get? No, yeah, Collingwood players, Pierce Hanley, will be an interesting one. Um, and now in France, could interesting, could be anything. Um, whereas on the other side, you got Christian Salem, who you junked it up last week. Bailey Williams, I rate as a good young player, didn't do too well, but I think better for the long run. Um, does drop off. Kennedy, Keith has a pickup. It scored well last week, so we'll see how the young guy does. And Ellis coming in for his first game. Um, potential there, but definitely a few riskier picks. Yeah, so probably given the defence too slippery yep. there. All right, so moving into the midfield, how do you see? Well, that? you got the got Rockies back. Um, brave pickup, and it's going to pay off because if Wines are still out, yeah. Um, Another, another 130 coming up for that. Jared Lyons, how the Gold Coast let him go for nothing, I don't don't know. Yo the gun. Darcy Parrish is back, happy with that. Zach Fisher, I rate highly. Um, and Barry is also an excellent young player. Atkins, 97 last week, you, you'll take that. But on the other side, you've got the two. Depends on what Merritt can do. Um, if Merritt can match Rocky, um, but if Merrick has anyone near him, then he seems to drop off. Yeah, I think they said during the week that he was quite ill last week, so he probably shouldn't have played, um, which is, you know, sort of handy information to know before the start of the season and not yep. uh, once the game's gone. Um, but, I think yeah, at this stage, pretty, yeah, yeah, I think pretty just... I'll take the points towards Days and Confused in the midfield just on the average play and the average score because Bond's back. Um, Ryan is a gun, Hopper's much better with Kelly. Miles was okay. I think I'll probably give the points to Jason unless Rocky can pull out another one. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, obviously, obviously a bit too close to call. Uh, Nank backed up his 115 with an 82 yep. this, this oh, evening. Oh, uh, backwards bad. to match that. So, yeah, it's probably pretty even. And then moving into the forward lines. Yep. Um, <laughs> Gray, everyone likes to bag Gray, but I, I rate him. Petrarca, I just traded out my classic team because wasn't wasn't that good last week. Um, Rainer, potential. Carl Langford, I, I had his name. I didn't draft him because of his name, but I think he got the job done. And Charlie Cameron did really well last week as well. 
on the other side, Jack Billings um, could be painful, could be good, could be bad. Caleb Daniels solid. Alex Neil Bullen, if he gets a role, he is awesome. He does go missing though. Um, I had him last year and they had quarters of a mating and then quarters that he didn't go near it. Harry Morrison on the last one I reckon is the is probably the weakest forward there. So I'll probably give the points to Slippery Gypsies in the forward one. Yeah, so it is pretty even. Like I said, fourteen sixty four to fourteen sixty two. Just having a look at it, just on potential, oh, I don't know, toss of the coin. And because I've given Slippery's team so much shit, I'll just pick Dave. Yeah, he's number one. No, I don't want to, don't want him to win. So, yep, so Dave's confused just to give Slippery the shit. And moving on, uh, we've got Legless versus uh, Ozzy yep. Merker, who is departing the country tomorrow. That's a, for that's five a bad weeks. time for that. That's... Yeah, that's bad for fantasy, so um, it could make for interesting holidays. Um, Having a look here, um, yeah, obviously, um, Legless got off to a fast start tonight with um, Phillips on 116 and Koch 72, so an average of 95. And the other side, Elliot had a bit of a quiet one, probably one of the lowest scorers for Collingwood. Yep, just the 48. And, yeah, that's probably, I think he's predicted scores around 60-odd, so that's probably the difference between the actual scores yep. at the moment. Um, yeah, so having a quick look through the defence. Um, I, I like yeah, I like Levy's defence. It's pretty solid. Um, yeah. Burton's the unknown. He, he did well last week for 93, so whether he can back it up again in, this, in his new team, no, no real yeah, weaknesses so, yeah, probably got a little bit more depth on Legless's side. Yep. Um, so we give we give the defence to to yep. him. Um, moving into the midfield, how do you see uh, that one? Matt, Matt Crouch at eighty four is well unders. He'll do much more than that. Um, yeah, that's a very odd projection. I would. I mean, thought. Tom Phillips gunned it up. Joel Sal was solid. Pollack's a bit underrated. Cochin's about par. Dunstan. It's a bit unknown for me and Jack Sinclair potential to, to do well. Um, we'll see. But on the other side, you've got Jack McRae. He'll he'll do better than last last week. You've got Cousins did really well. O'Meara, you'll know him better than me, but he's a gun. Redden's underrated. So you think think yeah, I think there's there's a lot more potential on uh on the yep. American side to go big. McRae, I think, averages something like hundred and thirty five yep. against Hawthorne in his last yep. three. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot more potential on the Again, on I think the last, side last two of each line, Aaron Hall and Zaha Harakis, again, you could easily get 100. Hall, you know, big, we know, but also potential to just empty. So, I think it's a match it's a so, first reverse McRae for me. That's it. So, probably give that, that battle to Aussie Merka. Um, the Rucks, they're pretty yep, even. Yep, they're about even. Jacobs and Goldstein, and the forward line. The, the Tim High sought after Tim Kelly, apparently. Um, he's hot property for others. Tom McDonald had a stinker last week. Monday's, uh, Monday's a great player. Warple had, had a blinder. And Riley Knight, he would get more than his 50, 58. Um, see what Tom McDonald could do, really. Apart from that, I think it's pretty solid. Whereas on the other side, yep. Mitch Robinson, he's... 66 last week, he'll get more than that. Tommy Hawkins, 
I would say I'll be lucky to get his 83 projected. Um, Marshall, did he play last week? He did play, yes. I think he, oh, I don't know what he scored exactly, but he did score not too Elliot badly. Pointing and, and Josh Jenkins had a stinker last yeah. week against the Mighty Hawks. So I'll, I would give the points to Legler from the forward line. Yeah, um, so it's going to be a pretty close battle. Um, probably depends who matches their average the yep. best. But I'd probably have to slide with the predicted scores and give Legless that one just. Unless McRae and Cousins and a few others really blow it out of yep. the water. So there it is. There's our six um, previews of the games. Um, thanks very much for Stars for jumping online tonight and thanks helping out. So you don't just listen to me. So thanks very much for that, Stars. Thank you. Thanks to Stars for jumping on board there and chatting with me about the round two teams and our predictions. So, um, yeah, that's it for this podcast. Um, Hopefully over the weekend I can find some music and and spruce up some of these segments with some music. Um, Busy week at work, busy week with the kids this week. So um, hopefully next week we can get all that stuff done. If you're still listening, thanks very much and we'll catch you hopefully Sunday evening for a round two review. So thanks very much for listening.